welcome to the How To Dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how to correctly time your aids. So no matter how clear and invisible your riding aids are, your horse won't understand what you want if you get your timing wrong. So in this podcast episode, we're going to take a look at how you can correctly time your aids to make sure that you and your horse are both on the same wavelength. So firstly, let's talk about why timing your aids correctly is important. So the application of the correct aids at the right time ensures that the horse will give you the response you're looking for while still being able to keep his balance. For example, it's more difficult for the horse to step sideways if you ask him to do so whilst his foot is on the floor rather than in the air. Also, the rhythmic application of the aids encourages relaxation, and if the horse is relaxed, he is more likely to be obedient and submissive to the aids, enabling his responses to be light, quick, and barely visible to the onlooker and the dressage judge. So now let's look at how you go about timing your aids. So to understand how to time your aids, you'll need to know how your horse's hind legs work and when to use your aids to get the best response from your horse. So essentially, there are three ways in which your horse uses his hindquarters, and that is thrust, reach and carrying. And we're going to look at each of them individually. So firstly, thrust which is also the power. So to move the horse forward and up, the hind legs push off the ground and this is called thrust. So thrust drives the horse forward, as in the extended trot, or upward, as in the passage. Now that means that if you want to influence the horse to push more, you will need to apply your aids when the horse's desired hind leg is in contact with the ground. So, you would ask for a canter transition when the horse's outside hind leg is on the ground, or you would ask for medium trot when the inside hind leg is on the ground so the horse can push himself forward. So now let's talk about reach. So during this phase of the stride, the horse brings his hind leg forward and off the ground, giving the stride greater reach. Now to influence reach, you need to apply your aids when the horse's desired hind leg is at its most flexed and is at the highest point. So you can influence the reach of the horse's inside hind leg when he has his weight on his outside hind leg and vice versa. For example, to ask the horse to move sideways to the right when you're in trot, Apply your aids when the horse's right hind leg is on the ground and his left hind leg is at his highest and most flexed point. Now this allows the horse to step further underneath his body and therefore achieve greater reach sideways and that will give your lateral work more swing, fluency and ground cover. So lastly let's talk about carrying which is also engagement. Now, during the carrying phase of the horse's movement, his hind leg is in contact with the ground and all three of his leg joints are flexed equally to carry his weight. Now, to ask the horse to carry more weight, you will need to slow the tempo of the rhythm. 
so you'll need to apply a half halt during the carrying phase when the horse's desired hind leg is on the ground and that will bring the hind leg more underneath the horse encouraging him to sit more behind, lighten his forehand and improve his balance. So now let's move on to look about common aid timing problems. So here are some common scenarios where incorrectly timed rider aids can cause problems, together with some helpful advice to help you get it right. So the first problem we're going to talk about is canter lead timing. Now many riders have issues when it comes to getting the correct canter strike off. Now sometimes this is because the horse is unbalanced, but more commonly it's because the timing of the aid is wrong. So, if you're working on the left rein in trot, the best time to ask for a canter transition is when the horse's left diagonal pair of legs is in contact with the ground. Now, why is this? Well, the first canter beat is made by the horse's outside hind leg, followed by the diagonal pair, and finally the leading leg. So, from trot, you'll need to apply the canter aid when the horse has his outside hind leg on the ground, which ensures that he will pick up the correct canter lead as his legs follow the sequence. Now, if you want to ask for canter directly from the walk, the timing of your aids is different because the walk is a four-beat gait. So in this instance, you will need to wait until you can feel the horse's belly push against your calf, enabling you to ask for the transition when the inside hind leg is in the carrying phase and is already stepping underneath the horse in readiness to propel himself forward. Again, the natural sequence of the canter stride ensures that he must strike off on the correct leg. Now another common problem is downward transition timing. So in order for your horse to remain balanced, the downward transition must be made when the horse's outside hind leg is in contact with the ground. Now to achieve that, you'll need to develop a feel for what is happening underneath you and that feel develops through practice and over time. Now unfortunately, some riders may never develop feel and instead come to rely on blind luck or brute strength to hold the horse up and in balance through the transitions. However, if you struggle with feel, then you can help yourself by getting the timing of the raids correct by preparing well in advance for the transition. So, when you're riding a transition at a particular letter in the arena, be sure to allow yourself three strides before the letter before asking your horse for the transition so that you can prepare yourself and apply the aids at exactly the correct moment. Now, riding in an arena that has mirrors is helpful so that you can watch your horse's movement to see when the aid should be applied. And then with practice, gradually you'll learn to feel the moment underneath you without having to look in the mirrors every time you want to ask for a downward transition. Now, lastly, let's look at lateral work. Now, when you ride lateral movements, such as leg yield, you're asking the horse to step away from your leg and to reach across forward and underneath his body, as described earlier in this podcast. Now to do that and maximise the horse's reach phase, you need to apply your inside leg in the rhythm of the trot each time the horse's inside hind leg is in the air to ask him to step through and across beneath you. So now let's go through some simple steps on feeling for the correct moment. 
So to determine when to apply your aids, you'll need to learn how to feel for the correct moment. And here's some steps to help you learn how to do that. So step number one is to first close your eyes as you ride around the arena in walk. And then step number two is to feel when your knee or seat drops slightly to the left and right as your horse's hind legs bear weight alternatively. And then step number three is to ride a transition to trot. Now aim to apply your aids when the horse's outside hind leg is on the ground and the inside hind leg is off the ground. And then step number four, once you've mastered the walk to trot transition, try this exercise with different transitions and lateral movements. And you can have a play around with this, applying your aids at different times, depending on whether your horse's hind leg is in the thrust, reach or carrying phase. And you can see what results you get and how your horse responds. So to wrap this episode up, learning how to time your aids correctly is a skill that takes time to achieve, but that effort and persistence is well worth it. Now by practicing the exercises and techniques outlined in this article, you will learn how to feel when to apply the aids for maximum effect. Now the combination of those correctly timed aids will help to keep your horse balanced and relaxed throughout your schooling sessions, which will also improve your competition performance and enable you to move smoothly up through the grades. Now if you have any other questions when it comes to this podcast episode, or if you have any other hints and tips that you would like to share with us when it comes to timing your aids correctly, then please do share them with us in the comments box at the bottom of the relevant blog post on our website. Alternatively, you can join our training forum, which you can find at howtodressage.com forward slash community. But to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other books, free stuff, competitions and training diaries, please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and Pinterest. We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website, howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.